Brother John Baptist, my dear son, more than two years ago, it was in June 2016, you wrote to me of your heart's desire for a life of perpetual adoration and of your search for a place and a monastic family in which you could at least begin to move towards the realization of what Jesus himself had caused you to desire. Our Lord caused you to desire what he, in his infinite mercy and wisdom, desired to give you. Saint Therese, the 24-year-old doctor of the Church, who still today astonishes us with her insights, said it well. More than ever, she wrote, I understand that the smallest events of our life are conducted by God. He is the one who makes us desire and who grants our desires. You are here today, dear son, because our Lord has fixed his gaze upon you, saying, If thou wilt be perfect, which means, we know, if thou wilt go all the way, go sell what thou hast, and give to the poor, and thou shalt have treasure in heaven, and come, follow me. Jesus, having looked upon you and loved you, Brother John Baptist, has drawn you out of the world to abide in his house, close to the altar, where truly present he veils the splendor of his face beneath the sacramental veils. In what appears to be a morsel of bread, he contains the blazing conflagration of his heart. Your life, dear son, has been magnetized by the most blessed sacrament, pulled towards our Lord by a mysterious attraction of grace. In the sixth chapter of St. John, the Discourse on the Bread of Life, our Lord says, Nobody can come to me without being attracted towards me by the Father who sent me. This was the work of the Father in the secret of your soul, the grace of an attraction to the Son. And the Son himself says to you, Yes, if only I am lifted up from the earth, I will attract all men to myself. Lifted up he was 
first in the arms of his virgin mother, and then on the altar of the cross. And lifted up he continues to be in the hands of his priests, in what St. Thomas calls the Sacramentum Sacramentorum, the sacrament of all sacraments. It is from this most holy sacrament that Jesus has for a long time, Brother John Baptist, been drawing you to himself. It was this attraction and nothing else that brought you to Silver Stream Priory. You could have gone anywhere in the world. It is in the impetus of this attraction that you will pronounce your vows today. It is this attraction that will keep you here in the enclosure of the monastery, where your life is hidden away now with Christ in God. St. Benedict says in chapter 58 of the Holy Rule that in judging whether or not a man is suited for the monastic life, we are to look for one thing. Si revera deum querit. Whether he is truly seeking God. Brother John Baptist, we have lived with you now, and you have lived with us. And now, having come to the end of your novitiate, we have seen and we can say, can we not, brothers, that you are truly seeking God. You have sought God in the splendors and obscurities of the divine office. You have sought him in obedience and humiliations. You have sought him in the sacred host, where he veils his face, waiting in silence like a humble beggar for one to comfort him. You have sought him in brethren laid low by infirmity, and in them you have served him with the most touching devotedness. You have sought him in your work and found him even in the midst of your chickens and in the woods and in the fields of this little portion of County Meath where God invites you to put down roots becoming Amator loci et fratrum, a lover of the brethren and of the place. It is quite possible that when the history of Silver Stream Priory is written, the year 2018 will be described as a year marked by sickness, weakness, and infirmity. St. Benedict says in chapter 72 of the Holy Rule, let them most patiently endure one another's infirmities, whether of body or of mind. 
a considerable part of your novitiate, dear son, has been spent in caring for your sick fathers and brothers. Know this, and never forget it, in caring for the injured and sick among us, you have served the body of Christ as truly as if you were serving at the altar. Mother MacTilde tells us that save in the most holy sacrament of the altar, Christ is nowhere more truly present than in the cell of a sick brother. This, I think, is one of the great lessons that you will have learned and learned well as a novice. And the words of our Lord himself confirm it. I was hungry, and you gave me to eat. I was thirsty, and you gave me to drink. Naked, and you covered me. Sick, and you visited me. Dear Brother John Baptist, I treasure one of the letters that you sent me before entering the monastery. I had written you making it clear that life at Silverstream Priory would be hard and in many ways challenging. I wrote to you of the inconveniences and hardships of demolition and construction, dust, discomforts, and noise. And you wrote me in reply, I understand your point about the new monastery and the construction occurring at the present moment, and the resulting inconveniences. I believe that the sacrifice of my desires and inclinations would occur wherever I would plant my roots. That has been my experience in the past. And these are also the parts of my life that lead to my sanctification. And you went on to say, As I have learned before, these aspects of the life will be filled with struggles, but they will also not be without their joys, especially when they are shared in the community. I certainly have a desire to be a pioneer, you wrote, in whatever way God would choose to put my gifts to use. I have my training and experience to support, collaborate, encourage, and cooperate. How well in this letter you described your life here to support, collaborate, encourage, and cooperate. And you went on to say, I trust that putting these under the vow of obedience will support the Church in wonderful ways. In praying about it, I have been and continue to feel more strongly inclined to contribute the gifts that God has given me to help enable the community to live out its communal desire 
for perpetual adoration of the Blessed Sacrament and working towards the salvation of souls. And to this, at the end of your letter, you added, with the most touching candor, I do have the desire to worship God as he wishes. I say it again, dear son. Our Lord himself caused you to desire what he himself desired for you and from you. For the Father also seeketh such to adore him. Today, Brother John Baptist, all the saints of paradise, so great a cloud of witnesses over our head, surround you. Do you not hear them cheering you on? Brother John Baptist, they say, if you would be happy, be poor, even as we were poor. Be meek, as we learned to be meek. Weep, even as we wept. Hunger and thirst after what only God can give. As we hungered and thirsted, and so now have our fill in heaven. Be merciful in the face of every misery. Be merciful to the fathers and brothers whom God has chosen for you and placed at your side. Give your heart to God. He will wash it clean. And with the eyes of your heart you will see him whose face is all that your heart has ever desired to see. Learn peace in the silence of the host. There is the true Pax Benedictina. And many around you, both within the cloister and outside it, will grow still and know the silence of God. Fear neither revilement nor persecution nor the threat of evil tongues, for the love that has laid hold of you is greater than all of these. And the humble yes to love that you will utter today marks you already as belonging to the Lamb. Alongside of so many heavenly friends, there are dear friends of the monastery come here today from north and south, east and west. And by God's special providence, two among these are jubilarians. Mother Kathleen of Jesus and Sister Mary Bridget of Jesus are without a doubt remembering and renewing their own holy profession as little sisters of the poor 50 years ago. You will, I am sure, ask them later for a word of wisdom. I should not be surprised if they repeat to you what they themselves have learned in the school of St. Jean Jugon. It is so good to be poor, to have nothing, to depend on God for everything. This is, in effect, the meaning of the sushipe, 
that you are about to sing. Sushi bene domine. Take thou me unto thyself, O Lord. Thou seest that I am poor. Take thou me unto thyself, O Lord. Thou seest that I have nothing. Take thou me unto thyself, O Lord. Thou seest that I depend on thee for everything. Take thou me unto thyself, O Lord. Dear son, make your monastic profession as a little child throwing himself into his father's arms. Abandon yourself to the embrace of God. Rely with full confidence on the intercession of the Immaculate Mother of God, of our Father Saint Benedict, and of all the saints whose relics lie today beneath this altar. And know, know beyond any doubt, that there is joy in heaven, joy among the angels and saints, over what it is given you to do here at this hour. Your desire rises to meet the desire of God. And behold, the desire of God descends to claim you as his own. Desiderio desideravi. With desire I have desired to eat this Pasch with you.